0: Welcome to another inspirational message from Gateway Life Church. We're so glad that you've joined us and trust that this podcast will be a blessing to you. It's so good to be here with you today. In God's presence. You may be seated. God bless you. And I just want to welcome all of those who are tuning in online or watching this replay. And I also just want to welcome uh, our brother from Vietnam over to our left. Let's welcome him just sitting over there. Great to have you in the house today. God bless you so much, man. I just want to talk about one of our most important local mission fields, and that is our Gateway Kids Ministry. Now, yeah. So I just want to say... Don't tune out if you don't find yourself involved in Gateway Kids ministry, okay? Don't, don't tune out and think, oh, okay, this is just for the Gateway Kids uh, ministry team here at Gateway. No, no, no. This ministry, in actual fact, is for everybody. Now, I know that we all love the Lord Jesus Christ. We're so thankful for His saving grace and for His healing power and His faithfulness in our lives. We're all thankful for that. And we love Jesus, Because he first loved us. And so, you know, when it comes to being a disciple and a follower of Jesus, that means that we love what he loves. You see, we need to love what he loves. Not what we love, but what he loves. And do all that we can to see that what he loves is being ministered to. And again, one of those things is our Gateway Kids ministry here. I really do believe that. This is a message for every believer, for every follower of Jesus, whether you're a parent or not, whether you're on the team or not, whether you're married or single, whether you're young or old, this ministry is for everyone because Jesus challenges us to become like children and to care about children. I want to read to you, and there's a little echo, a reverb or something, it's all happening. People were bringing little children to Jesus for Him to place His hands upon them, but the disciples rebuked them. I'm going to point out something here today that you may not be aware of. Now, when Jesus saw this, He was indignant. That word indignant is the only time this word is used when He references His disciples. He said to them, let the little children come to me. And do not hinder them, for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. Truly, I tell you, anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a little child will never enter it. And he took the children in his arms, placed his hands upon them, and he blessed them. Now, I don't know if you uh, know about what's actually happening here, but in Mark chapter 10, that, that whole little story that I've just read to you, It's important that you understand that Jesus is actually on his way to Jerusalem to be crucified upon the cross. Jesus is on his way to Jerusalem and he knows that within a short, you know, couple of days, he's about to be crucified. So this is weighing very heavily upon his soul. But yet he stops in the village of Judea. And it's not too long before some parents begin to, they see Jesus and they begin to bring out their children to him so that he might bless them. And so again, even with the cross weighing heavily on his soul, Jesus prioritizes children over his own pain and personal torment. And he loves that parents are bringing their little children to him. But of course, the disciples decide that they need to rebuke the parents, saying, don't trouble the teacher. Leave him alone because you don't know what's actually about to happen. Stop bothering Jesus with your kids. But again, verse 14 tells us that Jesus was indignant. And that word indignant means that he showed that he was angry and annoyed at his disciples. It's the only time. We know that Jesus turned over the tables in the temple and said, You know, you shall not make my house a, like a, a marketplace. But this is the only time that we read about Jesus being angry. At his disciples, and it had to do with them stopping children coming to him. This is really important for us to get a hold of. Jesus rebukes the disciples and tells them, Don't stop the little ones from getting to me because they've got something to teach you about the kingdom of God. He said, Learn from them. Because the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. And the only way anyone will ever enter the kingdom of God will be by receiving the kingdom of God like a child. Child like faith. You know, Trina and I, we have two daughters. They're like 22 and 25. It's really hard to believe that they are of that age. Uh, One of them right now, Anna, our eldest, she's currently in Mexico touring with Tones and I, and our other baby girl, Holly, she's uh, in Melbourne, about to be married on October 1 this year. So it's all happening. You see, we raise children to become independent of us. That's the point. Successful parenting enables their sons or their daughters To one day fly out of the nest and into a life of independence. So, the more mature a child becomes, the more independent they become from their parents, and that's how it's supposed to be. But it's a little bit different in the kingdom, you see. And here's where the kingdom of God turns natural things upside down because the more spiritually mature we become, the more dependent upon God we are to become. You see, it works in reverse. On one hand, Jesus is saying, don't stop the children coming to Jesus because we need to learn something from them and that in order to enter the kingdom, we need to be like them. And so finally today... Finally, and uh, I'm going to invite my wife to come. She's going to give a little testimony about uh, her own experience growing up in children's ministry. And so, for those of you who don't know, this is my wife of uh, of wow, 31 years actually, and um, and is also a pastor here at Gateway Life Church. And so, I just thought I said to her yesterday, "Why don't?" Because I know you've got a story. Just talk a little bit about your experience growing up in children's ministry as a little girl.
1: Well, actually, what I was going to share was a scripture that came to me immediately when I was thinking about um, our children's church and, and kids in general. And that scripture is found in Romans 10, 17. And it says that faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of God and uh, I know for me that is so true because the foundation of me hearing about God started when my parents started taking me to church and I went to children's church and back when I went to children's church it it um, you actually took your kids to church earlier because children's church happened before the, the service so we had kids church and then we sat in the service as well, that's back in the old days <laughs> but um, it was a lot of fun but you know I just wanted to encourage you with that, but faith does come by hearing the Word of God. And those seeds of faith were planted in my heart from that young age. And I remember clearly getting my first Bible. And I remember learning memory verses. And we, we, we would recite them by rote. And, um, but that is a great way, a great way that I learnt the Word of mm. God was from children's church back then and yeah. so i just really want to encourage parents as well that bring your kids to church encourage them to go to to be involved in kids church and then when they're past that age bring them to youth and encourage them to yeah. be involved because it's line upon line and i know even today as an adult it's line upon line still for me when i come to church um and i gather you know the bible doesn't say don't neglect gathering together Because it's for the church. (laughs) It's for us. We need to hear the Word of God. And as I said, faith comes by hearing the Word of God. The more we can be planted, the more we can hear it, the more we can receive it into our spirit. So, you know, every time I come to even church as an adult, I believe by faith. I believe by faith, even if I don't feel anything, that the Word of God is going forth and it's doing good. Like that scripture says, it's accomplishing that which it's sent forth to do. In my heart, and I believe that in our kids' church as well.
0: Mm. So that's all Thanks. I want to share. Thanks, Trent. Yeah. Can we just encourage her while she's seated? Thank you. <clears throat> and finally, if you ever doubted how Jesus feels about children and our Gateway Kids Ministry, then listen to what Jesus says. Now, I know we know that Jesus is the Good Shepherd. We know that He is the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. We know that He is our our Lord, our Savior, our soon-coming King. We know that He's compassionate and, uh, you know, forever faithful. But can I also just say that He is also the Lord of Lords, the King of Kings. And there are many times throughout Scripture that where He doesn't uh, sugarcoat His words, There are many times when he just does not sugarcoat his words. And uh, in Matthew chapter 18, verses 5 and 6 and verse 10 is one of those. And he says, whoever, this is for everyone, whoever receives one such child in my name receives me. But whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin or to stumble It would be better for them to have a great millstone fastened around their neck and to be drowned in the depths of the sea. See to it that you do not despise one of these little ones. Strong words from our loving Lord and Savior. This is the value that he places upon children. And so I believe that as lovers, as followers and believers in the Lord Jesus Christ we should make every effort to help children come to Jesus, making sure that nothing hinders them and that our team is strong. Now, what was going to happen next is uh, I was going to invite our Gateway Kids leader, ministry team leader onto the platform, Philippa Mamuni, But she's at home right now because she is unwell and I know that she's tuned in. Can, so can we show her some love We love you, Philippa, and we pray that you are well and back on your feet real soon in Jesus' name. So she's really disappointed that she can't be here today, and she was going to share a few words, and one of the things that we were going to talk about, remember she is our Gateway Kids leader, uh, I wanted to actually highlight that she's had over 40 years in professional child care, so this is really something that she clearly has a passion for. I want to highlight just uh, three rooms that we have in the kids' ministry. One is our parents' room, which is located at the back of the auditorium. Uh, the, the parents' room is really for parents who are nursing children from zero to two. Our preschool room is from two to six. And our primary school room is from six to 12. And, and what Philippa and I just wanted to talk about just for a few moments, uh, we actually don't want to be rigid necessarily with the age group so you know so parents room is from zero to two you know it could be that a two-year-old or someone who's approaching two could be mature enough to go upstairs into the preschool room okay Uh, once upon a time we had a a situation where uh, we had um, siblings that just wanted to be all in the same room uh, but they were of different ages okay and uh, long story short if we have siblings That want to be in the same room because they really find comfort in being with one another, then that's what will happen, okay? Uh, They can be in the same room. You might think, well, why is that? And uh, the reason for it is basically if it brings them comfort and joy to be together, then who are we as a church to stop them from experiencing joy and comfort with one another. And I just believe that's a win-win-win-win for everybody. And so I just think that even though we have these age groups, uh, there will be situations where we just got to be flexible. I say, blessed are the flexible for they shall not break. Okay, blessed are the flexible. And my gosh, do we need to be flexible in these days? Um, we really want to teach our children number one about Jesus. We want to teach them about how much Jesus loves them. We want to teach them about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Uh, we want to get stories up here on the platform uh, about you know the great things that are, are happening up there. Um, yeah, so there's all sorts of things that we want to do, and uh, and I just want to say to the kids team. Again, just be flexible. Uh, I want you guys to have fun. I just believe that if you're having fun, the children will have fun. I believe that if you're feeling stressed and like, oh, what are we doing? I think, you know, that kind of has a way of getting off you and onto all of those around you. So just take a deep breath and enjoy yourselves. Okay. In God's presence, there is fullness of joy. And at His right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. So this is partly the Gateway Kids ministry that I see. And we really do want every parent to be involved in the kids ministry. Uh, We'll provide all the material and, um, you know, and you can basically just facilitate that um, as you're led by the Holy Spirit. If you don't get through all the material, don't worry about it. We're not there to tick boxes OK, our, our, our priority is people, not the process. OK, our priority is the children and the families. And so the families can come and be blessed. And, uh, and, and you know what else I love? I, I love seeing the children come downstairs with something in their hands that they've made for their parent or their parents. I love that. And, and sometimes I actually get one of those gifts. Um, I know that uh, Ben and Honora's children gave me a gift of something that they had made, and I love that. To me, that's like that's gold. So, Philippa, that's gold. Team, that's gold. So, what I would really love uh, for our team is just to really enjoy yourself. Um, you, you know. And I just think to myself: always look for the opportunity to pray. Pray for the children, pray blessing over them on every occasion. Always tell them how much Jesus loves them. And like I said, if you get through the the whole, uh, you know, program, uh, then good. If you don't, don't worry. Okay, what's most important is what the Spirit of God is doing. Even the Bible says the letter kills, but the Spirit gives life. Somebody once said, it's not mine, but somebody once said that if you just have the Word and the Word only, you'll dry up. If it's just all about the Holy Spirit only, you'll blow up. But if you have the Word and the Spirit together, working together, you're going to grow up into the fullness and into the measure and the stature of Jesus Christ. And that's the goal. That's the Gateway Kids Ministry, Philippo and I and the team, and I'm really, really excited. Um, you know, but what we need to do first, guys, and like I said, see, we because we love Jesus, yeah. I know that you love Jesus. It means we're going to love what He loves, and He loves children. And we want to provide a very safe space. So that means if you want to be a children's uh, uh, church worker here, you need to get your working with children's check. It's free. It's easy. It's online. Once you've got that, get that to Philippa and uh, we can then put you on the team. Don't worry, there'll be training. And the thing that Philippa actually said to me is that the thing that, you know, when, when she first started, she was really nervous. But the thing that she testified to, and she would have done that here today, is that it really caused her to grow in confidence. As she, on one hand, accepted and took on the the biblical uh, children's church material, that was one blessing. And then when she taught it, it was a double blessing. And so I am really asking for you to take on one of our most important local missions, children's ministry. Will you accept the call? Just imagine for a few moments that we don't have any children's workers. And I thank God that we do. But imagine for a few moments, what sort of message would that send to the children? And parent, if you're not a part of the team, please pray and ask the Lord, do you want me to be a part of this? What we would like to do is actually have a rotation where you're rostered on once every six weeks. That would be a good goal. But sometimes, you know, somebody might be unwell or somebody might be away and, you know, we need to do a little bit more. But that's the goal. In actual fact, if we had everyone on, it'd be once probably every two months. And, uh, you know, you may want more than that, and that's great. If you've got any questions, we can talk. And uh, we're just here to help you, equip you, encourage and empower you. And um, to kind of celebrate what we're doing today, after service, we've got cinnamon, chocolate, and strawberry iced donuts for everyone. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what's happening. Um, so that's cool. And uh, before we move on, let's just go to a, a very short uh, Gateway Kids video. Thanks, team.
1: I wonder what here. I don't really know.
0: How long is this story? It's upside down?
1: I want to know what's in here. I really need somebody to teach this to me. I love my teachers. Because they teach us about
0: Jesus. I want to learn about Jesus! That's all they want to know. They just want to learn about Jesus. They just want to learn about Jesus. Will you accept Jesus' call? Will you say yes to transforming and influencing the generations for Jesus? This is the most fertile ground we could ever share and sow the Word of God with. And uh, it's this next generation. They're not just the church of tomorrow, but they are also the church of today. Thanks for listening to this week's message from Gateway Life Church. For more information, please visit gatewaylifechurch.org.au. God bless and have a great day.